Do 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 do. Welcome to episode two of Brains Brain, the podcast. This podcast is brought to you by no sponsors yet, but are you looking to sponsor a podcast? Email me at the link below. And hook me up with your sponsorship. I have millions upon millions upon millions of potential followers. So let's get in on this on the ground floor, folks. Um, That intro was a new sample that I just did off the top of my head. So what would you guys think about that, right? No, nah, I'm working on a sample song. I don't know what I want to do for it. So again, if you have suggestions or if you are a music producer... Hit me up and let's do this. So I am back in the studio, day two. Um, again, still in the very beginning phases of this whole podcast thing. Learning as I go, trying to prove that you don't have to have it all, all prepared and laid out just to get started on something. And also give myself something to do when I'm bored. Because again, I am just so bored during this quarantine, man. But uh, did hear today, apparently some restaurants are going to start opening back up, which is not going to be good for my weight gain. Is anybody else just gaining a shit ton of weight? I was talking to a buddy about this the other day. I think this will be good because we've all put on like a good 10, 15, 20, 25 pounds maybe. Um, so when we go back, we'll all be fat pieces of shit together. And then, and what's worse is we'll look fatter because you haven't seen a lot of people for a long time. Like a lot of your coworkers and stuff. And it's just, it's like seeing a baby, you know, like when you see a newborn baby and then you see it like two months later and it's like doubled in size, but like. It's only gained like a few ounces, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? That's how we're all going to look fat-wise. Um, anyway, how's how's everything going out there? I wonder where people are listening from. I just put a map up in the studio and people can email into the show where you're listening from. I uh, don't have video up yet again. Sorry. But coming at you live from the Cat Lab studio. And again, this is not a lab that was converted for cats. This was a cat space that was converted into a lab. So it's an interesting setup. It's, uh, you know, it's a spot. It's a space to start um, maybe some soundproofing equipment. I don't know if that would help much. Are you getting any feedback on your end while you drive to work? Where do you work at? Something interesting? Are you like a construction worker? Ooh, or like a professional fisherman? That'd be the... To me, that'd be the most boring job on the planet as a professional fisherman. You just eight hours a day, you sit on a fucking boat. And and, no, that's... I guess that, that can't be true. Because there's people that got to like go clean porta potties and shit. That would 
be the worst, but I think those guys kind of get paid too, so fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, what else is going on? Oh, I uh, met with a guy today. This was kind of cool. This happened to me professionally. Again, I, I mentioned on the first episode, which probably isn't also going to get released as this one probably isn't going to get released as we continue to work the kinks out. But I met with a guy who I'm not going to name drop. I think that's a rule I want to make for this podcast is like, I don't want to really name drop anybody ever. Not that I'm like popular enough to know anybody really cool enough. Uh, I ran into Kelly Pickler's husband one time actually in Nashville. I just name dropped. Oh fuck. He was a really cool guy. He's awesome. Kyle Jacobs, I think is his name. He's a really cool guy. Um, but this guy owns uh, a few local jewelry stores in Nashville. And I was supposed to meet with him about how I can make his lawn look beautiful. But he signed with a competitor that's also going to be remain nameless. And I wasn't happy about it. I wasn't happy about it. But, you know, these things happen. Oh, my wife just texted me. What did she say? Oh, she texted me the computer pin. It's okay. I got it. She changed it because she got mad at me uh, when I filmed the first episode of the podcast because I switched, I was kind of messing with the audio stuff to, like, get it in my headphones. Oh, I don't have my headphones on today. I would say that's weird, but it's not like I'm used to either at the moment. But, um... She hates that. So she changed the pin on the computer, which isn't fair. She mainly uses the computer to play The Sims. That's pretty much all that's going on. Um, but yeah, what else is new, man? What What are you guys doing out there? Where are you eating at right now? I need local places around South Nashville to go eat at because I feel like all I've been eating is Little Caesars and Taco Bell. I'm trying to stimulate the economy in a more positive and local way. So, some of your thoughts and suggestions. Dude, I can't, uh, I'm trying to, I think I mentioned this on the first podcast. I'm thinking about getting back into stand-up comedy. This is something I kind of dabbled with in college for a little bit. Um, One of my cats just walked in. He might even talk to us. Dude, this guy's going to be on the podcast. He's going to knock over my microphone, probably. Um, so, hey, Rue. What's up, buddy? He's so vocal. So you're definitely going to be hearing him. And here comes Cedric. These are my two youngest. Yeah, out of three. Ace, their big brother is somewhere. I'm not sure. But um, anyway, so I got into doing stand-up comedy in college. And I was so young. And so I was like 18, 19... And I was so naive. I, I thought it was going to be a get-rich-quick scheme. Like, maybe I was just so full of myself. Like, I thought I was so funny. It would take me, like, a couple weeks, maybe a month, to come up with, like, an hour of material. And then in two years, I was going to have a special on Netflix. Netflix was just starting to, like, blow up. Like, the streaming, as the streaming part of it, at least. The DVD, that's crazy to me to think about. Netflix started as a company that mailed DVDs. That seems like such a foreign concept in today's society. But because of that, they totally changed the whole streaming thing. But anyway, so I got this knack 
I think I just like Googled it or like Facebook, like open mics. I Googled like how to be a stand-up comedian. And I think it said like look for local, I don't know. I don't know how I came up with that idea. I remember I was in my dorm room like second semester freshman year in Iowa. And I was messing around. So this open mic at this place called the Yacht Club was every Monday night hosted by this guy named Tom Garland was the MC who he actually now lives out on the Vegas Strip and does comedy for a living out there. You should totally go see. I can't remember. I'll look that up before next episode and I'll plug some of his stuff. If I have any any listeners out in Vegas, definitely stop by and see Tom Garland. He, honestly, he was the first and only MC I was around for a long time. So I didn't realize when I went to other clubs and saw other horrible MCs, like how good he was. And Andre Theobald, I don't know if he's still doing stand-up. He might be, but he's really funny too. He's originally from like Buffalo, New York. I don't know where he's at now. But anyway, those two guys were excellent MCs. So I show up at this place. I like call the place. They say to call this guy named Tom Garland. And gave me his phone number. So I called him. He said, yeah, just come down and sign up, whatever. So I like dress up. Because it's the Yacht Club, right? And this place is called the Yacht Club. So I think it's going to be like corporate gig in front of all these which was weird because in Iowa City, Iowa there's no fucking place for yacht like there's no lake there's a reservoir but like nobody would put a fucking yacht on it you know what I mean so I was done and it was like downtown but I was like well maybe this is where all the rich people go and they're like done with their yachts somewhere which again there's like no lake within hundreds of miles but anyway um so I go up I don't even think I'd go up the first time. I was just going to check it out. And I was like, nah, I'll do it next time. But I show up at this place. It's the most rundown piece of shit fucking bar I'd ever seen. Next door, a strip club, I think, just burned down. Either that or like an LGBT bar or something. Um, something like that burned down right now. Like the rubble was still there. There was a, a little person as the doorman, which he was always really nice, but it was one of those where like I was, again, I wasn't 21. So these would start at like nine, 10 o'clock. So they told me like, originally they told me I couldn't, couldn't come in. I was like one of those comics that like couldn't do the open mics. Um, but I was like, no, I'm performing. Like, I spoke with this Tom Garland guy. Like, he said it's cool. And I had to pay a cover charge every... I think a lot of comics go through that, doing open mics. Like, that shit's crazy. Um, but whatever. Like, they gotta make theirs, I guess. But, um... Anyway, they pretty much let me slide because I said I was a performer. And I'd have to go on, like, super early so I could get out sometimes. But, like, as I got a little bit better... Um, you know, I got on later and people were cool about it and it was what it was. I was a, I was a performer. So that made me feel cool, but definitely not a get rich quick. I did end up doing, uh, we did like a monthly showcase type thing, I guess. 
at uh, this bar called the Airliner in downtown Iowa City, and that was interesting. I opened for a guy named Drew Michael one time, who now actually has a show on HBO that I haven't seen, but it looks interesting for sure. I definitely have to check it. But anyway, um, it just kind of got to the point. Um, you know, I was going to school full time. I was starting to take comedy more seriously, but I started taking more time. I can't remember. I think I got into it when I was I was doing Air Force ROTC for my first two and a half years. So that was kind of like a part time job as well. And it just got be got to be too much. My grades kind of started, and I just wasn't getting paid. Like I hit, and you know, I, I kind of come to the real like that was good experience for me. Because I realize that like every entertainer goes, gets to this point where it's like, like you really got to choose, like you got to sacrifice, you know, traveling state to state for little pay or no pay, you know what I mean? To like, just cover your gas in a meal or whatever. And it's like, you got to do that for years, you know, a lot of times. And before you ever even like start to make a living off of it. And then once you start to somewhat make it, and by make a living, I mean thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, and then it's like you you're faced with another decision because a lot of folks are faced with a decision. Like you then have to you reach a point where like you got to move out to like L.A. or New York or Boston or Chicago. Like you have to go to a major. Like e- even if I, you know, so my my thought is like get back into comedy. Even if I reached like the pinnacle of the Nashville, like I'd have to at least go to Atlanta to even make a living, you know what I mean? But honestly, that's definitely not the reason I'm getting back into it. I was honestly um, like inspired by the new Dave Chappelle thing on Netflix, which uh, my buddy and and sometimes co-host Xavier uh, and I watched together of him, him receiving the Mark Twain Award. It was honestly just really inspiring of like, you know, comedians have a duty to represent their perspective and have a duty to voice those opinions. And I thought that was just, you know, really strong. And I've been thinking about getting back into it for a while. So anyway, in the meantime, while I can't do open mics or whatever, here I am. I'm going to start this podcast and maybe get something going here. My good buddy, Matt Taylor has been at the uh, the comedy game here in the greater Nashville, Murfreesboro, Tennessee area for a while. He's hilarious. He's doing a thing on Facebook. Bedtime stories. I haven't seen all of them, but the ones I have seen are hilarious. Check those out for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we kind of kind of talked uh, again on the pilot about my reason to get into this, and that's a big reason, too. Is It just kind of fits into, like, this hobby of, like, kind of just want to be this no-name no uh, comic-slash-podcast guy. And uh, we'll see where it goes, man. I'm I'm, in it. I'm curious. It's a fun hobby for sure. You know, it, it beats playing video games for three, four, or five hours a day. So we're going to try it out, man. We're going to see where this goes. Next thing on my list, I got to get some intro music. So I'm going to talk to my buddy Austin, see if he can... Hook me up on some intro music. That'd be awesome. But um, anyway, stay posted, y'all. And this will be unofficially podcast episode number two. Pre, pre, pre-season episode two is what this is.
Excellent. Thank you, guys. Stay safe.